0: Shit. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, Episode Number One Hundred and Ninety Three. Nick Qualia, Al Nahegan. This week we got no Jared, that moron. He's not on the show this week. He, we all get hit with snow. Jared's got to do some shelving. He lives in New Hampshire. So as he likes to talk about constantly, he lives in New Hampshire. Live for your die, we get it. He texts Ooh. me every texts me every week about gambling, how they can gamble in New Hampshire, how we can't gamble here in Massachusetts. It's fine. He's got a lot of snow to shovel. I get it. We mostly got slush here. I don't know about you guys. <clears throat> Did you guys get a lot of snow?
1: A uh, decent amount. A lot of rain, honestly. And yeah, just, we got like mostly yeah. slush.
0: It snowed snow for day. a good chunk. Snow day, baby. See, I didn't uh yeah well i I worked from home today because we had a lot of snow to do but i didn't really get a snow day today but um but yeah so instead no jared this week we got our guy diego on the show this week diego thank you for coming on
2: yeah what's up guys thank you so much for having me al uh do you need a haircut badly uh but i love you but i love you You it's always a pleasure seeing you man
0: just unnecessary
1: (laughs) no no this is no 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 if you come into a twitch stream with diego on it when he's commenting or he's actually like (laughs) streaming he has the most unnecessary comments that you'll ever hear in your life and by the way that's a free shout out go check out the twitch channel couch guy sports subscribe to that bad boy
0: go check out the twitch channel check out everything we me and diego both have our couch guy sports stuff on right now couch guy sweatshirt uh couch guy hat If you go to couchguysports.com.com, store tab is right there go do some shopping it's sick stuff
2: so yes. anyway
0: let's get into the weekly dump it's a very tiny weekly dump this week just two things in news that i really wanted to bring up uh actually you know what no i'm mean, gonna add a third one at the end so number one hilarious story this week jose canseco is boxing bar stools billy football this friday night and listen Jose Canseco, (laughs) this dude, he just wants to fist fight everybody.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. And I think I know where you're going next, but continue.
0: He just wants to fist fight everybody. I don't get it. And like, including, so, so I know a lot of people still hate Logan Paul. The guy that I, I got into his podcast during the middle of quarantine and his podcast actually pretty good. And Logan Paul was dating Jose Canseco's daughter. Josie for a while. Nice. And they broke up. And now Jose Canseco just wants to fight him. Just wants to box him. And the thing is, and I know everybody gives the Paul Brothers shit. Maybe, maybe more so Jake than Logan right now, but but like but the Paul brothers are actually like pretty decent boxers. And and that's more so, again, leaning towards Jake. Because Jake is actually I know he beat Nate Robinson, which isn't really a massive accomplishment in the boxing world. I want to see him actually fight a real boxer. But Jake Paul actually can somewhat fight. He like, can. admittedly, he would beat the piss out of me. And
1: did, you, and did you see the newest one of who he wants to fight now? Who Canseco wants to fight now besides Billy Football and Big Cat and everybody else? I mean, he's called out everybody. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, he's, you, he hates A-Rod. He, he wants to fight A-Rod. I think I saw
0: it on Twitter the other day. He's hated A-Rod for years. I don't I don't get that one either. I don't know if Arod like slighted him, but it's he, it's Jose Canseco, he's a moron. We know this,
2: Nicholas. We know this. That A-Rod, is the one fight I would pay whatever's left in my retirement fund to just watch <laughs> Erod. Just watch Erod. Uh um not E-Rod, A-Rod just deliver a massive knockout punch and just say some swear to him in Spanish. It would just be the funniest thing I've ever seen in, in In that fight, I might take A-Rod.
0: Yeah, I would definitely take A-Rod. Because I I don't know, every time Jose Canseco posts a a picture, and okay, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, Jose Canseco could whoop my ass, okay? I understand that fully. But every time he posts a picture online, like like during this whole training thing, he looks gassed.
1: Yeah, the guy looks yeah.
0: like he just fought a war <laughs> it's yeah. just it's and, a cardio.
1: and he expects to keep up with a 24, 25 year old kid that played college football and is in actually like really good shape. I like, know
0: I'm super interested to see who's going to win this fight.
1: Billy football by round two.
0: You I'm heard leaning, it here first. I'm leaning Billy football, but dude, it's with these amateur boxing things. You just never know. Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, he's going to just dance around the ring and get Canseco tired, so that way he can just literally push him with two fingers, and then it'll be just a knockout in the second round.
2: Pull pull up Mayweather?
0: Literally.
1: Pull Mayweather. Literally.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Mayweather, a lot of videos coming out this week with Conor McGregor. I, I guess we're just getting off topic here in the Weekly Dump, but this is fine. Conor McGregor, I need McGregor versus Poirier. Poirier, round three. I need that this year. Yep. That fight, that second fight, and I'm pissed I didn't bet on it. Me and, my, me and my buddy were talking about dropping big money on Dustin Poirier. I'm a big Conor McGregor guy. I like his whiskey. I like the whole thing. I like the show he puts on. He's great. But the, the, the disrespect Dustin Poirier was getting leading into that fight was insane. Poirier is a good fighter. A very good fighter, especially by what we saw against Connor. And Connor was like a minus 350 favorite. I don't know why anybody thought that this was just going to be a cakewalk for Connor McGregor. It because made no of, sense.
1: Because of the name, because it's Connor McGregor. Yeah. Right. He's just going to come in and just, just win and then take his money and go home. But that's well, not you happen.
2: Well, you also come in off of a Jake Paul fight against Nate Robinson. So everybody's kind of leaning onto that background of a joke of a fight, then thinking, okay, Conor McGregor is going to come in here and just whoop the, the support Poirier's his ass, not remembering that they've already had a past fight, and that, again, to your point, Poirier can really fight.
0: Yeah, and Conor, in that first fight, that first fight was 2014, it was a while ago. Yeah. Conor clipped him in the back of the head and knocked him out that way. It wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't a lucky. I don't want to call it a lucky punch, but it was. It was a fortunate hit and a fortunate mm. knockdown there. Poor, uh, Connor was winning that fight, but in, in in Connor's defense, he was winning round one. He won round one. I thought very handedly. Some people have it closer. I thought Connor won that round one very handedly. But in, in at that point too, it looked like Connor was going to win in round one. It really did. But then round two, Poirier came out firing, firing. And people don't people do not take the. now we're getting to a UFC podcast here. Hey, we
1: already hey, we already have one of those. Relax. Po- push it. Promo. fee and E podcast. Tom Fassett. Evan, I don't know your last name, but sorry about it. Actually, not that sorry. UFC <laughs> Pro Sports. Check it out. New podcast, but they're doing big things. So there's your
0: shout out. And actually, you know what? Second thing in the weekly done, Mickey Calloway. Scumbag. Oh God. Dirt bag. <laughs> The Mets are just going to have to fire everybody at this point, aren't they? Well, so he's with the angels now. Well, not anymore. Well, <laughs> no, he's, anymore. he's actually, they didn't even fire him yet. They suspended him, but you got to fire him.
1: And, and that's why the angels are irrelevant. Cause they don't make the right decisions. I mean, look at what the Mets did with Jared Porter. Ex- right. I don't, I don't want to say exact same situation. Like I think Porter's were a little bit worse. Granted, I didn't see all of Callaway's text, but. The Mets did the right thing. Got rid of him the next morning.
0: Both giant slime balls. Yes. The thing is, the thing is. So Callaway's headline here. This is from the Athletic, and the Athletics want to leak the story or push the story. Five women accused Mickey Callaway of lewd behavior. He was completely unrelenting. So he was aggressive in his pursuit towards five different women that have spoken about it. Yes. Like with with coming off of what just happened with Porter, you just got to pull the trigger quick. You just got to make the right move.
1: Clean house. Just get rid of all the bad influences say, see you later.
0: You have to do it. Um, And last, speaking of the Mets, what happened last week with GameStop, I don't know about you guys, but I am very (laughs) heavily invested in this bullshit going on in the stock market right now. I'm heavily invested in GameStop. I'm heavily invested in AMC. In naked. We had this. And these dirtbags on Wall Street, they screwed us. (laughs) They screwed us. I'm losing money out of my ass. Oh, my God. My Roth IRA is taking an ass beating from this whole thing. This this is legitimately hurting the, the, the stock market.
1: Hey, listen, you've had a rough like week or two, pal. We see it in your face. We've heard it in your voice. Instead of talking about something that's just gonna make you miserable and probably cry at eight o'clock, why don't we talk about something a little more happy and something that's enjoyable to all of us, you know, Boston <laughs> no, Sports let me fans.
0: Tell you. No, Let me I, tell you. Let all me right. tell you. All right, tell me, tell me. I'm enjoying this GameStop thing. <laughs> I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Am I losing money? Yeah, I'm losing money. That's not sure. enjoyable. What's wrong with you? But but it's just <laughs> It's wild. Oh, and by the way, from, from from a little while ago, way before this stuff all started happening, big Dogecoin investor. <laughs> you, better, <laughs> you better believe we're going to the moon. Dude, that, the thing with GameStop,
2: it's literally like if you are in a, in a small like suburban school where there's just that one hot girl in town that everybody pursues, and then all of a sudden she becomes taken by the guy next town, and everybody's like, well, what the fuck? we didn't see that one happening. That is exactly what happened with GameStop and wall street. That is exactly
0: it. It's crazy. It is insane because like, cause I, I don't know if you guys were really keeping an eye on it. Obviously I was because I invested <laughs> into it, but like we, we were shooting this thing to the moon. I woke up on Thursday. I think it was Thursday morning. I woke oh up on Thursday God. morning. We, everybody just doubled. We all doubled our money more than doubled our money. Next thing you know, Everything just shits the bed. My, st- my, I'm still holding. I'm not selling. I will make that. I will make that stance known. I'm not selling. I'm standing with the crew. We're holding. We're taking this thing to the moon. We're not letting go. Oh yet. my god! Uh, well, I'm, good. I'm still well, holding stocks for all of them. Good luck with that. I'm not buying silver though. Silver is the new thing right now. I'm not buying any silver. i st- there. You go. You're learning. I'm sticking with Doge, GameStop, AMC, and Naked Brand. Baby steps. Baby steps. Good. Yeah, well, the baby steps are going in the wrong direction right now. Yeah,
1: but you're going to still do it anyway. So I got to encourage you somehow.
0: Oh, still do it. No, I'm. Listen, if I sold right now, I'm losing money. So at this point, it just doesn't even matter. I'm just going to hold until I hold. It doesn't yeah. even matter at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's Super Bowl week, which, by the way, I'll tell you in a bit. One of, the, one of the topics I told you we were going to talk about tonight. Totally forgot the Super Bowl was happening this weekend, so we're going to switch out one of the topics for the Super Bowl. But, guys, are you ready for some football? Mm-hmm. Yeah? In a way, yeah. Yeah? yeah? yeah. Super Bowl mm-hmm. week. The biggest game of the year is upon us on February 7th in Tampa Bay, and it's time to get your balls feeling super. Our partners at Manscaped are here to tell you to join the already 2 million men who trust Manscaped products for their below-the-waist grooming needs. Take Gronk's advice and shave your super balls. Talked about the story a million times. When I was younger, thought you had to use some scissors to, to take care of that area down there. I snip something you don't want to snip. You do not want that to happen in getting these Manscaped tools. They will help you. Make sure that doesn't happen. Use the best tools to reduce nicks and cuts before the best game and choose the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Included is the lawnmower 3.0, which is simply the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, your snags will be reduced. Don't settle for unnecessary roughness below the waist. It's also waterproof technology and has a 90 minute battery. That means you can stand in the shower for 90 minutes if you have to and take care of everything. Believe me when I tell you this is the Super Bowl champion of ball trimmers. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. The Crop Preserver is anti-chafing ball deodorant, perfect for the golf course as we get closer to the spring. To keep your nuts In the game, all four quarters. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extract. That will give your balls a boost in clutch time. Manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. Speaking of comfort, the Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs are also included and will bring your boxer game to the next level. Complete your top-to-bottom grooming game with the new redefined cologne signature scent by Manscaped with the same signature scent that is it all Manscaped formulas, which smells delicious? The cologne is a perfect complement to the entire collection. Guys, it's a whole new balls game this Super Bowl. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code CouchGuide20 at Manscaped.com. Your Super Balls, they're going to thank you. Again, this is when you listen 20% off with free shipping with the code CouchGuide20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code CouchGuy20. Tackle your pubes and win the Super Bowl in your pants with Manscaped.
1: Two things. One, that cologne really works. I have some of it, it is great. Go get it. It works. Second, Diego, you look like you're about to fall asleep. Wake up. I'm fine, man. It's, it's actually just bad lighting. No, 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 no. You were literally sitting back. You were just like.
2: Listen, hey, we're back <laughs> Listen, here, okay? No. Number one, you are very lucky. I didn't just burst out laughing. This All is right? true. Immature,
1: and, immature. Okay.
2: And, and number two, it's Nick Quagley. When he's talking, you pay attention. That's what and I was
1: doing. I don't I pay attention. I don't. I don't pay attention seventy five percent of the time to what he says. I don't and, care what he says.
2: Al, don't take this wrong, but I wouldn't pay attention to you either. I mean. That, that cafeteria lady kind of body you got going on, man. Come on.
1: Don't stop. Don't on. start with the videos. You have so much time at work to kill. It's <laughs>
2: ridiculous.
1: You <really laughs> take time to make those videos and be like, hmm, whose face should I put in? Oh, Quags would be a good one here. Oh, Matt Burnett's a good one here. Oh. Wild video. Yeah. Wild video. No, tech. no, 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 no. Videos. Videos. You haven't videos. seen all of
2: them. Yeah, it's videos. Listen. It, it, I'm just I'm just giving you guys ideas for content coming up for Couch Guys spoilers. That's all, you know. It, I, I will the say same. the one
1: that the one with you and the Britney Spears song was pretty good. But anyway, that one was hilarious. But anyways, off topic. Okay. We're getting
0: topic. way off topic. <laughs> Dustin Pedroia retired. Unbelievable, just First unbelievable. Of all, shout out to Dustin Pedroia. Uh, Man Machado, you bastard! You ended this guy's career essentially by spiking him in the knee. I don't want to hear any crap that he didn't mean to spike him in the knee. His, his foot – nobody's foot just kicks up like that and right in the back spikes, of the knee. Spikes were up. Spikes, spikes were up. Were up. He, was, he was going for him. Spikes were up. Uh, so, with the Dustin Pedroia retirement, you obviously you want to talk about how great of a career that he had because he did. Dustin Pedroia is a legend here in Boston. Question number one, should they retire number 15?
1: Is that even, why did you even just ask that? Yes, of course they should retire 15. He's in Red Sox legend. He's a three-time World Series champion, 2008 MVP, 2007 AL Rookie of the Year. Do I need to go on? The numbers back itself up. He was a legend in Boston. Everybody loved him in Boston. He should have his number retired in Fenway Park, amongst the other great numbers that are retired there. Not even a question. Yes, I agree. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
1: I, I mean, I'm a little upset that you even had to ask that.
0: Well, no, that wasn't that wasn't the real question. I assume, unless Diego, do you think they should retire it? I mean, I you know I agree with a lot of what Al
2: said. Um, Are you a baseball guy? I am. I am. He, he does. Just just very quietly under the rug, kind of baseball
0: guy. He, he's been on um, into the triangle. He he knows his baseball.
2: Yeah, I I would.
0: Oh, I I, that I, would I don't st- doubt that. I just didn't know.
2: The only thing that I would say differently about Pedroia though is. Um, you know, it, it, if he doesn't get his jersey retired, maybe kind of rename a part of the Fenway Park, like a section of Fenway Park after him, just given his legacy within, within Boston. Great guy. Truly embraced the city of Boston and the organization. And honestly, for, for a guy his size to do what he did during his playtime, I mean, that's, that's just unreal. Insane. Absolutely unreal insane i
0: remember i remember when he came up um so was 2007 rookie year there was a night i forget what who they were playing oh i forget who they were playing but i remember he came up and he went five for five and i don't know why that is so ingrained in my memory but i was like holy shit this guy is good who is this guy and i'm like probably 13 12 11 years old whatever i am like what the fuck this kid is nasty and he just the, – the thing about Dustin Pedroia was he put everything out there every single play. He never – he's one of the few guys you can always say never took a playoff. If he hit a ground ball, he was sprinting to first base. If there was a ground ball to his left or right at second, you better believe he was going to lay out, even if he knew he wasn't going to come close to getting it. One of the best plays I have ever seen – you he's know what I'm me. talking about. I do the missed throw to first base against the Rangers yep. against the Rangers. And he grabbed that ball. I don't even know how he threw it. It made no sense. I wish I could put it up here right now, but MLB would probably copyright strike us in the middle of the YouTube video. Yeah. But yeah. He was, he put it all out there on every single play. And that is why I get so annoyed when people have a bad thing to say about him because Hey, so here's the thing about Boston, right? We all we all talk about this all the time. Oh, we love this. We love it when guys speak their mind until they speak their mind. And then all of a sudden, this guy is annoying, arrogant, pain in the ass. So there are people, there are people out there who just who didn't like Dustin Pedroya, which is fine. But I just I hate that that I hate the way that it goes two ways there. Everybody wants a guy, you you want this guy to speak their mind, but then when he does, you're like, okay, dude, shut up. This guy was a dirt dog. He was gritty. He would grind it out every single play. And that's the reason why. I mean, we expected this. This is how we anticipated his career ending, I'm assuming, being hurt. Because he, he beat the piss out of his body.
1: Especially that, especially that knee because he tried to get knee replacement surgery in December, like of 2020, to try to get back. And then after that, that was his breaking point. He was like, I just can't do this anymore. It's amazing to me because if that Machado slide doesn't happen, you know how does twenty eighteen get affected? Granted, twenty eighteen the Red Sox were a wagon that year; they could not, that team have couldn't loved lose. For him
0: to be part of that team,
1: I know that that team couldn't lose. And then you don't have to bring in Ian Kinsler who blows game four. Thanks a lot, Ian Kinsler, for not getting that's true.
0: Yeah, team. you don't have to bring in Ian Kinsler.
1: Yeah, exactly because you brought him in at the deadline that year. So if Pedroia was a part of that as a player and not just as like a you know quote unquote bench coach. That would have added to his legacy even more. Now, the question that I would have for you two really quickly is this. We know he's going to be probably in the Red Sox Hall of Fame. That's that's pretty much a done deal, right? I mean, we can yep. agree on that.
0: Does he have a shot at the MLB Hall of Fame? Unfortunately, I think outside of Boston, I think he's revered here because we saw him play every single day. But the Hall of Fame in the end is a numbers game, right? Yeah, he's – He doesn't I, have the numbers.
1: I agree with that. No, I agree 1,000%. I'm with you there. Diego, what do you think?
2: Uh I mean I I I agree with what Nick just said. Um, but there could also be the luck aspect of things where he could literally be in a in a ballot where it's just a bunch in of in a shitty class. Yeah, in a weak class. Yeah, in a right. shitty class where he just like his performance having been a phenomenal shortstopper as well at, at times that might actually push him along to then being inducted. That's the only way I can see
0: that happening. Okay. Uh, but besides that, right. I agree with what Nick just said. So along with people who beat the piss out of their bodies, Matt Stafford, <laughs> transitioning here. <laughs> what a talk transition. About, talk about a fucking segue. Woo! There you go. Matty w- Stafford. I would think you were a DJ. You got better transitions than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Matty <Maddie, laughs> Stafford. This guy, again, somebody who just lays it all out there. The only t- – he told the, the Detroit Lions, you can trade me anywhere other than New England. Why? You got – you know, D. I don't know if you know this, but Al, you know this. He was my number one other than Deshaun Watson, which is a pipe dream. But realistic, Matty Stafford was the guy that I wanted here next season. Yeah, He's no, I knew a, that. I knew wildly. That. Underrated quarterback by some. Yep, he's a very talented quarterback.
1: And there's more than one reason why he's not here, but we'll get into that.
0: Right. So, and let's let's go through this one quick because I want to get to the Super Bowl. But the two reasons I think that he is not here, Matt Patricia. Yep. And he's 32 years old. He's been with an ass bag organization for a long time now. They just don't win. They don't win anything. They're a loser franchise. That's just what they are. Megatron should have got out before he retired. He shut up, but Matty Stafford wants to win. And let's face it, what's he gonna do? What take a trade here and look around at this wasteland of weapons that he has? No, it's pretty he's bad. He's not gonna do that. Pretty bad. He's gonna look at the Rams and be like, "Wow, this team is it's, solid. I could do good. something here." And he can is- do something with the Rams.
1: And the thing is, too, like you just said, the Patriots are in a horrible position right now. Terrible. They have no wide receivers. They have no good tight ends. They don't have a quarterback right now, still. Now, I know we're talking about the quarterback position, but right now, I hate to say this, and Quags, I think you can agree with this, and Diego, I'm sure you will, too. Don't say it. Yeah, it's Jimmy G or bust. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, or it's going to be another crappy season. I thought you were going to say something else. What did you think I was going to say? Cam. I don't want him. Yeah, I know. And, i take,
2: and, I personally take him over Jimmy G. That's just yeah, me. No, I Personally, no. personally, personally that's just me. Uh, that just the football, man, he,
1: can't. he has no touch. That's the whole thing. Even with weapons, he doesn't have good touch. The only touch he had that I remember was the Texans game when he hit to Mayor Bird on that 50 yard touchdown pass. It's and the, the Seahawks. Touch. And, 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 and the I Seahawks, agree with yes, that. Seahawks, I agree with that.
2: I, I completely agree with the fact that he can't throw and his accuracy needs work. But again, you're talking about a team that doesn't have weapons that you can throw to. So therefore, then your running game is the only option you have. But that which was the thing. Point, Didn't
0: even feel like Cam could run last season.
2: Well, I mean, you had Damian Harris who was going off. You had Sony Michelle who was doing good things. You had um, Jimmy can hand the ball to him. Yeah, you, you had White who could run <laughs> I the can ball, hand the as ball well. to him. So, that, that's
1: debatable. Easy there, pal.
2: So, it, so again, I got tiny hands. So again, you kind of just needed an extra option for your running game in the case that. Harris or Sony Michelle were getting shut down. Then you have an option out of nowhere that surprises the defense of the opposite game of, of the opposite team to then have to counter
0: attack against a game that can actually run the ball. Well, here's, here's the, only the thing. I think, yes. I think, I think that we saw this season that Jim, uh, not Jimmy, Josh McDaniels is a one dimensional offensive coordinator and he needs a pocket yeah. passer. Yep. Right. Cam's out a pocket passer. I, I think, and, and let's not forget too. People, there's a lot of there's a lot. there's a smear campaign lately for the past couple weeks against Jimmy. I know he's not great, but I think he's better than Jared Goff for one. By the way, yes, but I yes. I, I, I can I can get but a lot let's of
1: that
0: but let's not forget Jimmy went to the Super Bowl last season. Yeah, last year. I know. And I man. know his defense was really good. His running game was really good, but Jimmy. Jimmy had a chance to win that football game. There was one deep ball that he missed near the end that would have won the 49ers that football game. Coffee's so Jimmy for closers. Was... Coffee's for closers. <laughs> right. But he's also up against Patty Mahomes. And you know what? Boom. Transition that. Patty Mahomes, Super Bowl. This weekend, Tom Brady and the Bucks. Tom Brady's already crushed Patrick Mahomes' Super Bowl dreams once in the AFC Championship game. Hey.
1: That, that was D. Ford that crushed Mahomes' dreams. That was
0: D. Ford, which, Continue. which, I totally agree with you there. I totally agree. That but, mistake, but yes. that mistake, is not spoken about enough when that, talking that, about this, that Super Bowl.
1: Just real quick, that mistake could potentially have been the difference between the Rams. Or, sorry, the Rams, the Chiefs, three peating. Yeah, potentially three peating.
0: Yep.
2: Because yep. they would they would have beaten the
1: absolute stuffing out of the Rams. There you go. Especially with
0: the Rams. way the Rams offense uh, was. Or offense was playing that night.
1: Yeah, the the, the Chiefs would sort have of put up at least twenty seven easy. They obviously beat the 49ers last year, and they have a realistic—I don't want to say realistic shot, but I think they might beat the Ram,
0: the uh, the Bucks. So I mean, well, they're the they they should be the favorite. I haven't I even looked at the odds yet, but they should be the favorite. They're probably a three and a half point favorite, be my guess. I'll I'll take a look right now, but um. But if you guys are going to pick a winner, who are you taking?
1: Heart says Bucks. Mind says – and actually, intellect says Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs just have too explosive of an offense. They are the type of offense that can turn it on in literally the snap of a finger or the blink of an eye. They can be down 17 to nothing, and they can smirk and laugh and be like, we have the best offense in this league. We can go right down the field and score, get a quick stop, score again, and, well, you can put up, like, 28 to 35 unanswered and win this game convincingly. That's how scary this offense is right now. Now, in a couple of years, when they have to pay Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and all these other guys, good luck trying to do that, especially when you gave Mahomes the contract you gave them. But for this Super Bowl game, good luck to the Bucks defense trying to figure out a way to neutralize them at best.
0: So the Chiefs are our three-point favorites right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, Money line minus 170. Oh, let's get some props. Oh, this is my favorite game to gamble on every year. Oh, I love my, the most exhilarating moments of my life are the National Anthem prop bets on the time. I'm uh, two for the past two. Electric. I got to say, who's singing the National Anthem this year?
1: Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'd have to look that up.
0: Cause last year was Demi Lovato and I did my research.
1: I know, I know the halftime show, the weekend's doing the, the halftime show. I know that.
0: Right, and there's a ton of things, but that's, a, that's the shitty thing about gambling legally, Jared. When you got things like DraftKings in New Hampshire, they don't give you these fun prop bets. They don't give you these insane prop bets. When you go on things like, I don't know, betonline.ag or Bovada. They give you these wild prop bets. I love it. It's so much fun. Um, <laughs> is is Isn't it Eric Church who's singing the national? Oh, he's my singer? favorite. He's my favorite singer. Yeah, it is. Fun You're fact right. about me. You're right, Diego. Yeah, yeah. I like this, this is I Springsteen. That. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. that's my favorite song it's, of all time. Yeah, it's Eric
1: Church and Jasmine Sullivan. Oh
0: man. Oh. Ooh. I should have known that. That's hey, a bad Eric Church fan. Right bad Eric Church fan. He's my favorite singer. Oh yeah. man. I'm going to have to do some research. I, I don't think – I've I, I, thinking back, I think I've seen, seen him sing one national anthem, and I don't remember how, like, if he dragged it out. Like, Demi Lovato, she's got a big, powerful voice. That's why I was like, this. she's going to – I think she went over last year, and I think that's what I bet. No, I, no, no, no. I picked under because it was her first time back in the public eye since her, uh, her medical incident, mm-hmm. and I thought she was going to be a little nervous, so I thought she was going to rush it, and she cranked through that thing. Right through it. Under, boom, hit the under. It was beautiful. My favorite bet of the year, and I'm so excited for it. Uh, but I can't I, – see, I don't know if I can lose much more money after what happened with the stocks last week. Um,
2: <laughs> I'd yeah, say I'll he love, hits it on time. I'd say he hits it on time because being a lot less of an audience that he has to focus around and, oh, still, being, true. and still being a top mm-hmm. performer and, and actually being able to carry out a single tone of voice throughout a whole entire – song like he currently does and where he performs. I think he hits it on time, to be quite honest with you. Well,
0: oh I'm gonna have to figure this out. What's what's the bovada line on? Anyway, let's get back to the Super Bowl real quick. <laughs> um an interesting topic here, obviously, like we're 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 Patriots fans and we want to talk about New England for the most part. But with the Super Bowl, it's it's an interesting topic to think like, okay, who has more to lose? Tom Brady if he loses the Super Bowl or Bill Belichick if Tom wins the Super Bowl.
1: I think it's I think it's Belichick. You have to think because if Brady wins the Super Bowl, you're going to hear the aggravated just egotistical Boston sports fans that are going to be like, "See? The proof is in the pudding. Tom Brady went to Tampa, the one of the worst franchises and pro sports history and won a super bowl in his first year there. And it's like the short term. Yes. You can say that Belichick is the loser in this case, but wait until Brady's gone. Wait until another year or two, see if the Patriots make any steps to becoming a contender again. But yeah, for the short term, you can say that Belichick would be the bigger loser if Brady won
2: the super bowl. Sure. I, I would almost dare to say otherwise. I think you can I think Belichick, number one, he has nothing to lose here. He didn't lose anything to begin with. He knew this was going to be a crappy season. He knew that even if he still had Brady with this crappy receiving corpse, he wasn't going to do anything better than maybe 8-8 eight and eight at best. But while you're Tom Brady and you put so much of an investment of making a season in which you could be the shining star of the NFL, go to a complete different franchise who has invested a lot in you and has given you all the tools that you have asked for. And then when you are at that main stage and you just collapse and don't deliver, you got a lot to lose if you are Tom Brady and you are the Tom
0: Brady brand.
1: But But the thing is Diego, the only thing I would say that that is
0: breaking news, Chris Archer, heading back to the Rays. Eh,
1: Nobody cares. Um, Tom Brady, or let me actually, let me say this. Bill Belichick has this offseason, right, to prove that he has money now. There's no excuse. The quarterback was not good last year. Thanks for 2020, Cam Newton. You had some great highlights, but, you know, it's probably better that you move on. Belichick needs to have the type of offseason where he's like, wow, okay. You know, the Patriots are going to be back. Oh, and by the way, the Bucs weren't even favored to win their own division. Like, they were not expected. They were expected to make the playoffs as a wild card, which is what they did. But I don't think a lot of people had them necessarily in the Super Bowl. It was possible, but I well, don't after, think a lot of people. After have the way have Tom favorites. looked last
0: year, after the way Tom looked last year, it, it, it would make sense to have not have him in the Super Bowl.
1: Correct, and especially when you have teams like the Seahawks and the Saints and the Packers, who were all you know playing well. I thought the Packers were going to take care of business against the Bucks with the way they were playing, but
2: but I would almost disagree with that take though because I think as soon as the Bucks started signing people like. Um, like Gronk, they went and invested deeper into Mike Evans, they got Chris Godwin, and then they started developing that um, offensive core. Everybody was like, oh, all right, Tom Brady into the Super Bowl. Then, of course, the season went on. They got demolished by the Saints twice during the season. But how
1: quickly could it mesh together? That's what people were saying.
2: Right, right, right. So, I don't know. Personally, if I'm Tom Brady, and I had all of this being invested in me and being an asset of me. And I just when I finally I, I when I'm finally there at the final destination and choke, ah man, that, that's a lot to lose. That's a that's
0: a See, devastating loss if you're a Tom Brady. I, I think that it's I think it's Bill because and Al Al basically said the same thing. I think it's Bill because if Tom wins the Super Bowl, despite what anybody says and, and here's the thing in 20 years nobody's gonna look at who was on the roster. Nobody. It's going to be, okay, Tom left, Bill stayed. Year one with Tom with a new team. Doesn't matter that he has two of the best receivers in the NFL, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Brate, which nobody talks about. Brate has been very good over this playoff run. Yes. Two yep. solid running backs with Rojo and Leonard Fournette. I, I think Rojo is better than people give him credit for. Uh, and Antonio Brown added into the mix there. And Miller. Oh, Nobody's Scotty Miller. Scotty at a that. stud. Nobody's gonna look at that. It's gonna say, "Okay, Tom won a Super Bowl the year after. Bill didn't make the postseason."
1: Patriots went seven
0: and nine and had their first under five hundred season since two thousand. Right, and yep. with that, Couch Guy Sports Podcast episode number one hundred ninety three. Real quick, Al, who wins the Super Bowl? Chiefs. Diego. Chiefs. I'm going Bucks. Let's course show. You, of course you are. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 193 in the books. Nick Qualia, Alan Nahigian, and Diego. Guys, we're going to be back next week. Check out the Couch Guy Sports merch store. Sweatshirt here. Hat on Diego's head. CouchGuySports.com. Click on the store tab. Go do some shopping right then and there. And then check us out on everything at Couch Guy Sports on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the Couch Guy Sports Podcast on Twitter at Couch Guy Podcast. Diego, plug your podcast. Yellow Card Podcast at Podcast Card on Twitter. Yellow Card Podcast is bumping. So if you guys like soccer, (laughs) go check it out. They're killing it. Again, Nick Qualia, Alan Mahigian, Diego, almost said Jared Skelly. And Diego, guys, we'll be back next week with a full crew, most likely, I'm assuming. We'll see how it goes. We will talk to you then. Thank you for watching, and thank you for listening. See you guys. Oh, wait. Shit.